0: Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble falling asleep, trouble getting to sleep? Well, welcome. This is, uh, hopefully this is the right place for you. This is Sleep with Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. We're gonna do the rest. And when I say we're gonna, what we're gonna do is rest is we're going to create a safe place where you can set aside any racing thoughts running whatever's running through your brain your brain's running a mile a minute it's running a mile every seven minutes it could be running a mile every 14 minutes it could be running a mile every 21 minutes 42 minutes and then the math gets complicated because you know 60 minutes in an hour After that, it might be useless. So, whatever speed your brain's running at, if it's pestering you when it's time to go to sleep, I am gonna distract you from that. I am gonna tell a story tonight. It's a uh, Redditation, so I am gonna go on Reddit. You know, look what look what's on the front page of the Reddit app. I have we we have a little story from that to distract whatever's run through your brain. You just listen to that, but this story's gonna be like. Um, Lulling. Well, we carry you off on the wings of pointlessness is one of the things I say around here. The story's gonna take some time to get started, and then it's gonna take some time to go any place once it gets started. And then even when I go someplace and this there'll be like a a middle period where it'll be like, Oh wait a second, nothing's happening, just people are talking, exposition, oh boy. Uh, you know, story, word, story, world building, um, uh, backstory, all that stuff. We embrace it here, but you know, you're not gonna watch a movie with all that in there. I mean, maybe we would, but it'd be much more interesting. My stories, you know, there are sides, there's tangents, there's discussions, but all you gotta do is listen and just slowly zone me out, tune me out, and drift off into dreamland. It's the way it works. Hey, You can't worry and think about tomorrow if you're listening to my story, but my story won't hold you. It won't grip you. It'll be like kind of like uh, just a little patting on your back. Hey, buddy, I'm going to tell you a little story here. Nice pat on your back. And maybe a little rub around the uh, shoulder, between the shoulder blades. Okay? And that's it. I'm not going to grip you. I'm not going to. Engage you just a little backpack story. You drift off in a dreamlands and I'll keep talking. So that's it. We're on the web www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. That's where you can find show notes, older episodes. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. On Facebook, I'm on there. You can also comment on the website if you want to help the podcast out. All you need to do is, uh, subscribe to it in iTunes or whatever you use and give us a review rate us to so just say hey this podcast works or this is mildly uh, unoffensive uh, well I guess we're not in a fun offensive mildly well whatever if you use mildly uh well that's probably not that's not really the food was mildly edible uh yeah no no you actually Hey, use mildly. I don't mind. Just if you have a chance, it'll help the podcast out. And uh, that's it. I'm glad you're here, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Uh, One more thing I want to say. This is coming out on Tuesday. And last week, there was a couple of wonderful articles written about the podcast. And I just want to open up the dialogue. If anyone was confused about anything I said or have any questions like, hey, you talked about this. I didn't understand what you meant. Go ahead and email me, tweet me, anything I think someone asked about the tribal thing, um, and I'm trying to think now. What I Basically, what I meant is that, you know, for thousands of years, people have been telling each other boring stories. Sometimes those people thought the stories were interesting. Sometimes they were interesting. But, you know, people were, for a long time, at least the history of humankind that I've imagined, people would gather around fires, hunter-gatherers, agrarian types, uh philosophers and they would tell stories and sing songs patty cake was uh, well maybe they didn't have it back then because they wouldn't have had flour and uh, in some sense we're trying to recreate that uh here i think that's what i meant like you guys gather here digitally i tell you a story. You don't gather anywhere but you know you know what i mean I think that's what I meant. And when I say it's a strange relationship, it is. Why would you guys trust me? When I say it was, I think I said something like it's a strange tribal relationship or something. Yeah, um, it is very brave of you, as I said in the article. Let me lull you to sleep and let me in your ears. And I'm highly appreciative of that. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for spreading the word about the podcast. And that's, you know, any questions? Uh, you know, go ahead and shoot them my way. Feedback at com. Thanks. I want to, hey, thank yous. I want to say, I got a whole lot of thank yous. Hey, I got to be straight with you guys with the, uh, write-ups of the podcast. So, hey, if you guys have listened long enough, no welcome anybody. It's new, but I, I get stressed about any attention. You guys know I'm a little bit, uh, well, you know, you're overthinkers. We're, you know, we're part of a group of people that, uh, our brains were incorrectly adjusted at birth, or pr- production in the production facility, and maybe it'll turn out to be some. I mean, maybe we're more suited towards, uh, uh, you know, more uh, whatever, running running on the planes naked, fighting for our lives. I don't know, but any attention, and this is not like some humble brag or false. Or poor me, nobody, you guys don't need to. It's just stressful, very stressful for me. So, I don't want to be honest with you. I'm just putting it out there. So, uh, I apologize if my awkwardness ever comes across the wrong way, but that would be impossible to tell, I guess. But just, I don't know. So, if I had a nasty tone, uh, with anybody, which would be myself, uh, I don't say I don't take nasty tones. You guys know that, but um, I just want to be honest with you guys. I'm learning, learning to embrace getting in positive attention, and I can take it one-on-one from somebody that like, "Hey, I can't sleep." That like puts me a little more at ease. Most of the people that are given the podcast attention have trouble sleeping, so I don't know. I'm just you know, but anyway, thank you uh, all of you for the support. Uh, you don't know how much it means to me because I would otherwise out of uh really panicked or, or or um you know thank you that's all I guess that's all I can say. I don't even know how to say it th- better, but specific thank yous chris posty posterson Postal does our music sounds like an earful dot com Scotty and Jennifer on the art warden Lady, De French trade bareness divine miss M, Silverstone funders from down on the general there's many more. All of you long-term listeners, thank you. I also did an interview this uh, weekend with Tyler from The Love of Podcasts. And uh, you can check it. i, I got to figure out. By the time you hear this, I'll have shared the link somewhere. I may share part of the episode. We did a little experiment, so we'll see. But be on the lookout for that. But I want to thank Tyler for uh, having me on his show and just, uh, you know, being a pleasant human being, mostly, and being interested in podcasts and being incredibly gracious. So thank you, Tyler. And uh, say hi to uh, his his, uh, his girlfriend, Lauren, who I think is a supporter of Tyler, so supporter of, uh, you know, podcasting. And Tyler also has an alternative personality, Ola, who I was thinking might... Probably wouldn't be the best uh person for the mountain to date, but you know, it made me think of the mountain. I wanna thank Dystopia Dystopian. Is that saying that right? Dystopian? Uh, my buddy and Andrea her buddy, who they're spreading the word about the podcast, so thank you, Tim T's another I think all three of them live in Austin, huh? Eli H. He, does he live in Austin too? I'm not sure about that. Holy Austin Eli H., again, Touch Arcade, he's our friend over there. He was taking a flight. Mitali, or mid Alley? I don't know, Mitali, is how, that's how it rolls off my tongue, so I apologize if it rolls off the long, wrong way. But she sent me a lovely, lovely uh, thing she wrote on Twitter. It, made, made my, it was very nice. Kim L. Hendy. Isabel A. Rebecca W. Pat Green, our buddy Abe Holder, or A.B. Holder. I guess that's A.B. Holder. Abe Holder on <laughs> uh, Twitter. Tulip Silver, the Silvertone. Arlene. These are Facebook. Angelina H. Chrissy D. That's a somebody, it's a friend of mine, old school friend of mine. Paul Paul Pauline J. I want to thank Catherine Lem, who said, did uh, gave us iTunes review. Said Z's enough said. And then No No Fast Hands, I think that maybe their review got reposted or they moved, changed countries. That just sounds familiar. I remember saying, No No Fast Hands. Says we're sleepy as heck. Got email from Devil Zero, Mari, Mary, Adam, Jacques Marie, Sarah, Zoe, the Skeptic. Thank you all, man. I Seriously, I, I, the thing about Tyler's show, he interviewed me. I don't do well on interviews. I think it took me a little while to warm up. But you might listen to this uh, show after I warm up. It's a little awkward getting warmed up. But then once I warm up, he had some really insightful questions. And I think I did a decent job answering them. So, but as you, you know, just telling him how, much, how lucky I am to have this podcast and have you people supporting it. So thank you so much. And, and let's get on to the show. Thanks. Hey, everybody. It's uh, good, good, good to be here it's uh, Monday February 23rd and hey, have f- a fire up reddit here I just uh, I'm trying to I, I just got home uh, for, I literally just walked in the door and I'm a bang out I'm a bang out episode here because I got a little bit of a busier week this week and uh so it's after work on Monday you know Monday fun. day. But it's time for a meditation. It's been a little while since we had a meditation and uh, so the thing is, I, I um, I, I just like the thing is, uh, on my mind at least is uh is a whiplash. I don't know. The Oscars were last night, and they got spread around pretty good. Um, and I still haven't seen all the Oscar-winning movies. I've seen Grand Budapest, and I've seen Birdman, and I've seen Whiplash. Now, great, great movies, all three of them. But I just I can't shake this whiplash. I'll tell you, this movie, uh, it affected me. And it's not like in the movies, you guys know, you listen to me. You know, I'm a, I like to consider myself as people that know me say, rock and island of, uh, you know, whatever, leave me alone person. But sometimes this happens and I just, uh, and it, 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 J.K. Simmons, wonderful, wonderful role, but that's only one part of the movie. Uh, so, but the irony is, so I'm watching this Whiplash. I'm affected. I can't get it out of my mind. And then one night, uh, the other, just the other night, there's a knock at my door late, late at night. Not, in the, not a scary knock. A very gentle, uh, like a knock where you're like, okay, this is the kind of knock at my door. Uh, Even my dog was like, "Was that? That was a knock? Was that an angel's knock?" And I said, "No, we we usually discuss the knocks. We're we're knock critic. We're not knock critic. Knock gadflies. Like K N O C K gadflies. Knock gadflies. So we like to sit around the two of us and comment on knocks. Even, you know, we play knock. I got recordings, knocking recordings. But um, you know, these are kind of thing dog level." If you're going to have, you know, you can't be talking to a dog about pop culture, clearly, but knocks are on their level. They know, like, so this snack she looks, she, she said, and I said, she said, she didn't even get up. I mean, if it was like a knock, even a U, UPS knock. So I said, no, it's not an angel knock. And she said, she said, lizard knock. And I said, you, you crack me up. And I said no. Uh, if we were in Florida, it might be a lizard knock. But I said no. said, I don't know. And then something caught in my 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 breath, and I said no. And she said what? And I said I said it's a familiar knock, and, and and it was gone, but it was still echoing. And I was like, is it? She's like, w-? and I said I don't know if it's echoing in my ears or in my heart. This knock. Previously, knocked on our door. I don't know. I'm not going to get into the Raven, but uh, rap, rap, rapping. And, um, and I said, What? And then she said, Wait a second. Was it a rap, rap, or was it a rap, rap, rap? And I said, bum, bum, bum. I said, Rap, rap, rapping. And she said, Well, rap, rap, rapping, wouldn't that be current? And I said, You're right. So that's above dog level there. You're more than a gadfly. But I said, yeah, and she, I, she said, well, well, are you going to go look into it? This is all eye contact, you know, not, not uh, you know, in head movements. So clearly, I don't think my dog can talk, okay, it, it, in this universe. Uh, you know, We're talking real world here. Uh, so I say, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I go ask a familiar knock from someone from my past before I even knew you as a, my own dog. My you know, dare I say best friend and uh and, and she says, uh is it, should I is this a cause for concern? And I said, It it, it is. Um it was a call for my past. And I said, You'll have to excuse me, Koa. Uh I have to put on a headband, a uh, and I said I would play like a song. But I don't really have a song. I was like, if I was an Eye of the Tiger person, I'd start playing Eye of the Tiger. But that doesn't really apply here. But it's too late, and I brought it up, and I've been earwormed. So why don't you, uh, are you familiar with Eye of the Tiger? She said, I'm a dog. You know, I don't know. She goes, what what were we talking about? And then I just laughed to myself. I said, these dog gadflies. These, These not gadflies, you can't get, you know. And I said, knocking. And she said, "Was she, did I miss a knock? I said, kind of. And I said, well, I'm going to put on this headband. And then I said, I got to get, you know, I got to put on a, a vest type jacket, which I never wear a vest. Uh, zip." You, you. She said the one was the uh, frilly cut out arms with the, and I said, that's the one. And she's like, I've seen that in the closet. I was wondering what it was doing in there. And she said, Are you putting on gloves with the fingers cut off? I said, Possibly. Yeah, uh, you're you're observing me doing that. And she said, What if you're wrong about that knock? And I said, I go, I go, Co, it's time for me to return to a world I haven't been in. You know, since I uh, last time I was there, I was passed out drunk on a floor in an empty place at the end of the story. And she said, huh, was this one of your knocking stories? I go, no, no, no. She goes, are you sure? And I said, well, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my knocker's off. Maybe I'm off my knocker. And then she she said, you know, that wasn't a very good joke. And I said, I have I said, you're off your knocker. It was, it was a, <laughs> and I laughed to myself, but mostly because I didn't want to. I don't know. You know, I still felt it in my chest, in my heart. Maybe, maybe, maybe some organ that hasn't been identified yet. Organ, an emotional organ, or you know, something that's like uh, carries some sort of uh, electric energy. Maybe what the appendix was made for, if it could send, because it's not. I don't even know where my appendix is. I could not point to it this wasn't in the zone, I would point to incorrectly if you said, where's your appendix? I'd say, I'm pretty sure I still have that thing. I know Tom had lost his appendix, but not me. And so I said, "I said, listen, I'm going to go check uh, the, the door. And she said, should I come with you? I said, well, you always come with me. Every, every Everywhere I go, you follow me. And she said, well, I'm sitting this one out. And I say, yeah, they don't – I go, If it is what I think it is. You know, dogs can't go anyway. And I said, well, that's actually not true, but, you know. I said, thanks, buddy. Uh, And she was already asleep. I said, oh, boy. And I said, you want to go potty? And then she jumped up and jumped down. I said, suck. So we went to my door, uh, and there was – in front of my – now my my door is my kitchen door, front door of my place – doesn't get used long story short of it is i don't have a key to the front door of my building my landlord gave me a key it doesn't work and then it just became inconvenient cuz the kitchen door opens right up to the back of the back of the, the back of the building anyway way more convenient it was so uh, right there is a the door which is technically my back door or it's technically it's actually in use as my front door, or my all, my all door. Just my door, my door to the outdoor world, the outside. Door to my dog's bathroom, which is the outside. and sit there in front of the door and a note. Handwritten, black ink, uh, sharpie, bubble-style bubble, bubble style writing. And across the uh, front of the thing, it says, uh, Waba something but it goes up wamba, wa wamba, wamba, wamba. and I said but but it was it flipped it around because they slid it under their way, they were looking at it and reading it when they slid it under flipped it around, bore down it said nine p m tonight be there. And they've had to address myself. Obviously, I can't share any of that with you because the time it pa the time has passed now. But many of you are new to this package. You might be saying, "What the hell is a bore down?" I mean, that's a right word to use. You could even use, you know, you don't you don't use do you don't go gently into the night uh, when you go into a bore. Well, you go into the night to go. So we man, well, I guess I mixed my metaphors there, maybe. If I knew what that meant, I wouldn't do it. But um, what was my thing. You, you usually use an expletive when you look and you say oh, "fucking bore down." What the fuck is that? That would be normal. I'd expect you to say that. He might say, "I'm trying to sleep." I said, "Well, it's a bore down. It's not like a ho down, or you know, a woe down. You know, or oh, so whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, or um." Uh, I don't know there's only the only downs I know i get down about to get down uh hold down am I missing any a beat down but yeah, we know you know hey uh, meet meet down meet down I don't know, but anyway, so this is a bore down, so those of you that are new don't know, but I had my days. When I was drinking too much, I was out on this circuit, and a lot of you are gonna to laugh to yourselves, chuckle and say, you know, like, oh this this doesn't exist, this is a, a exaggeration or a world of this is a man that talks to his dog about knocking, so I need to take this with but the, this is something I did back in the day, underground stuff called a bore down, where two boars, much myself and another go to see who can bore down the audience person against person uh lulls against lulls and to see who can you know who's who can take the audience's interest and throw it away like it didn't matter you know like like you know parents and uh teachers and uh Authority figures are known to do is some some sort of long story. I can't get into that bore down history because I was looking at a piece of paper that was basically like a slap in my face, you know, challenging me to a bore down. And I happen to know the handwriting. And those of you that have been here a while are gonna know, say, of all the things I know about this scooter character, you know, and his confused dual personalities, his ability to. uh do that uh, trail off and then start up again he you know his ability to say Ash by gosh and then link it to some childhood trauma that still makes me laugh and pity him and and then you know say well just glad it wasn't me but i remember a time that was like that um all those things I I realized that I've forgotten he has a nemesis and he never said he never claimed this this person was his archenemy because they weren't enemies they were like uh, pugilists who pugilize each other with a pugilistic pleasure of participation and something uh, you know patriotic uh, patriarchy. Uh, but he, he, this man's name, you know, will fill you in and stop being aloof. Is uh, He goes by the name Casey Kasem is the nickname of this person. And yes, this was before the whole Casey Kasem tragedy. The last time I told the story was around that Casey Kasem tragedy just because it, it, it brought that, you know, those emotions to my surface. But this was someone that vanished from down circuit, who who basically leveled me on my on my last bore down, uh Before I, you know, I did some uh, boredom consulting, which you may remember with the Argentinian soccer team that did not go well for me or Lionel Messi or the Argentinians or United States government, Canadian government. Relations. My luckily, I was going by a couple of assumed names, including Case Casem, but he had gone missing before those events. Uh But that's you know that was in some episode. I don't know the episode number. I don't remember the episode. It'll be in the show notes. Uh, but you know, this was my the the greatest bore. When you think about you guys know me because I'm the one that, you know, rose again, I guess, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. I'm like the uh, uh, forgotten thoughts, somehow remembered the stuff on the list, the shopping list that you didn't need, and then you said, oh, I forgot about that, but I didn't need it anyway. The forgotten list items, you know, or something. But, you know, like a phoenix rising from the ashes, I've risen to this podcast been able to like take the bore down, and basically steal the whole bore down concept. Of course, I was a you know obey original bore, so I think I had some rights. But also, I have some guilt because I say, well, well no, like I guess I don't have any guilt. But I always wonder if one day Casey Kasem will return to my life, and this this was the day. Well, it was a night. It was a time. And I said, well, it's time so i and i said man i i did my um i tied my uh, forehead thing too tight, so i actually had to untie that and then i had to, then I was like this i guess I'm wearing this because now then I had this huge bruise from it being cut off the circulation, and my top of my head was purple, but I, that was neither near neither near here it was time for me to uh to 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 depart." And, uh, you know, face down this down, I down, a little bit about Casey Kasem. Well, you don't need to know. You're going to learn. I don't, well, I guess I don't know what's going to happen. So well, I didn't at the time. I was trying to be, so I set off for this bore down and, and then I realized that and I said, well, it's a little early. Let me eat some dinner. And I said, "I said to my dog I said, if I miss any knocks, you'll forget to tell me about it anyway.' But I'm sure you'll bark." And she said, uh, "What? What?" And I said, "Okay, good night." So, I, so uh, I left my house. I don't know why I'm talking quietly now, but I left my house and uh, I headed off to the boardown after I'd eaten. I uh, we headed to this undisclosed location. Now, a couple of uh now a uh, couple of caveats uh, or a couple of information points about this, about uh bore downs. I had two. One is that uh this was not the fantasy bore down situation I have. Is that you know, I, I w- which I was like hoping this time though I didn't prepare for it, was that I would go outside. A van would be waiting there or a luxury limousine or a luxury van limousine. And it would take me to an island far in an undisclosed location by a private shed. And I would go to some uh, Enter the Dragon type, situa- Enter the Boredom situation where I meet boars from around the world. Mysterious island, world's most dangerous game with boring stuff situation, but this wasn't that that this wasn't that situation. So I don't want to get your hopes up in case any of you have your mind wanders that way. So that's bore down uh, advisory one. What was bore down advisory two? I don't know, but I if you, I go to the place on the uh, so I go to a place on that's on the uh, on the note I had from. Who I suspected was Casey Kasem, and I uh, to, to make it a a place where you could never return to, even though there'd be no bore down going on there. And I can't, you know, there could be someone listening that's, you know, an amateur bore. You're like, man, you think you're so boring, Scooter. Uh I'm so boring. And, you know, I could, I don't want you to enter that world. It's a world of, uh, I just don't want, I just need to save you. So we went to some place, I'm trying to think, it's like a uh, coffee shop. And uh, I went there. And then I went around there. And I got a coffee. And then I went down the street. You know, this part was straight out of the movies. You know, this part was straight out of the movies. I went down the street. Blue Dumpster, knock on it twice. And I say, uh, you know, I say, the piccolo sounds fine tonight. And then uh, I didn't hear anything. I said, knock twice, Blue Dumpster, knock twice. The piccolo sounds fine tonight. And then I said, oh, it was a... I forgot to put my ear. You always put your ear. If you're knocking on a dumpster, put your ear there, but don't put it against it, okay? And then I hear, what was the house? Would you like some wine tonight? I said, no, thank you. I'm already asleep. And they changed the code around. So then the next thing I know, I climb into the dumpster, false bottom. You go into this underground world. Now, I'm going to tell you, it was straight out of a... Uh, a um. Like a civic meeting type situation, you had fluorescent flickering lights, folding chairs. And I said, What is it? What is this? Is there a meeting down here? They said, Yeah, yeah, the board house two rooms over. So I go two rooms over. It's a little darker there, a little grittier, and also filled with sleeping bags and people in their sleeping bags. And I said, Oh boy, this is a uh. A full night bore, and uh, I scan the room. I scan, I scan the room. I look, and I don't see uh, anyone resembling the, one of the greatest bores of all time. And I say to this guy, you know, I say, I finally decided to come out of my shell today. And he said, "What?" And he, I, I said, uh, I said, isn't that one of the codes? I'm, I'm, am I'm one of the boars. He said, Oh no, I'm just here to sleep. And I said, I Tell you what, I don't know if I might be early. Can I use your sleeping bag? He said, No. And I said, uh, Please. He said, No. I just, uh, just, uh, I said, I said, well, come on, man, let me use your sleeping bag. I'm a boar. And uh, he said, No. He kept pulled and I pulled it. I finally pulled the sleeping bag off him. And he had uh, been aroused for some reason. He said, every year when the snow starts to melt, this pops up. And he pointed at his little guy down there. I said, well, excuse me. And I said, I'll use somebody else's sleeping bag. Thank you. And I used somebody's sleeping bag and pretended I was an inchworm for a little while. I told you guys about that. I'm recommending this for kids or adults. Uh, You know, if you have a helmet, probably wear it, but you get in the Sleeping bag head first, but you probably need a helmet. But probably, and well, you probably break your foot. Don't do this, but imagine doing it. And then you pretend you're an inchworm. You put your head in the sleeping bag, and then you inch around your house and you get lost. Uh, You bump into stuff, and then all of a sudden you say, Is that the kitchen table I just bumped into? And then you say, Oh, carpet. And then you say, Oh, wait a second, where am I? Oh, man. You can't really feel around. You probably want a hand in front, you know, so you don't bang your head. And uh, so I did that. It helped relax me. And then I heard uh, someone start playing the piccolo, which I don't do sound sounds of. And I pulled my head out of the sleeping bag. I was sweaty at this point, you know. And so I popped my head out and I look around the room and who do I see standing off stage Left. But a man who goes by the name of Casey, who did go by the name of Casey Kasem, who Casey Kasem was his name, that's his nickname, and I go up to him, and I can't give you, you, you're going to have to picture in your mind what you imagine he looks like, because I can't, and as I said, if if I do anything that he does tonight, as I said in the past, it's just like that, uh. Just like that song, Tribute, it's not the greatest song in the world. It's just a tribute. So anything I do, I'm not the greatest borer in the world. It'd just be a tribute. I mean, this could be the night I topple him. But I get up there, I say, hey, man, what's up? And he doesn't say anything to me. I say, uh, you know, uh, you're a big fan of Elon Musk, right? I said, well, Musk, claims Apple's been offering top Car battery experts, the $250,000 signing bonus plus salary 60% higher than what they currently earn for Apple cars. And he says, is that, is that what you're going with tonight? He goes, car batteries? Is he, you, still, you still doing that kind of stuff? And I say, well, what's on the agenda tonight? And he puts his fingers to his lips to shush me gently, not in a mean, aggressive way. And these three people come out on stage, and I they say, they, uh, well, there's two people and a person on a TV. And they put a mic, and they say, uh, we're Edward Snowden, Laura Poitras, Laura Potras, and Glenn Greenwald from the Oscar-winning documentary Citizen Four. Ask us anything. And I said, well, this isn't going to be boring. He said, yeah, this is like our warm-up. And I said, well, can we catch up on— uh, and, uh, you know, your tail. And he said, he, he says, uh, he, he says, uh, I think I've lost my power to be boring because I've lost it. I'm like, dude, you're like the jazz of boring. You can't, you can't, I mean, maybe you're not the jazz of boring. You're like the, uh, I don't know. Like I'm like smooth jazz and you're regular jazz and, uh, you, 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 no way. And he says, uh, I don't know. He goes I, he goes, I wanted to challenge you. But he was I really wanted to, He he's like, did you ever, feel, I said, buddy, it happens to me every time. I say, I can't, I can't keep, keep, can't possibly be this boring all the time. And we had a laugh about that. And then he said, he, I said, tell me, what's going on with you? Tell me. And he says, I've sketched the biggest lie of the century. And I said, well, what, what, what do you mean? What lie is that? And he says, can you, can I do, can you, can I try something with you? He goes, I've been, because I can't see, because I can't communicate anymore, human to human. And I say, you got to bore me down. I want one. I said, you need to go borrow, you borrow. And he says, I do. He goes, can you lie down? I lied. So I said, this is a rare thing that I've never been in party to. And, you know, we were trying to deflect the emotional gravity of the situation. But basically, you know, because it's boring, even when we interact, it can be boring. But this is a guy, I I don't know, I can't get into his history, because I got to tell you this story. But he's, you know, the best ever, basically. And he's asking me, it's like, like, basically, to you know, strip naked, boredom wise, and have me inspect every inch of him. In a critical way, uh, well, maybe not. (laughs) Maybe isn't the most accurate thing? Well, I guess so. He's just going to try to bore me to sleep, is what he's going to try to do. And I mean, boring one bore boring another. It's it's possible, but not in such a not in a one on one situation. This is usually this guy was known for you know, like I said, he was Lionel Messi's personal you know sleep sleep uh, causer. Well, I say, all right, man, uh, lay it on me. So I lie down and I just turn, you know, I'm going to turn things over to what I thought went down. And all of a sudden, I, in my head, I hear like, it's like West Side Story starting. He's not saying anything, but I hear like, bore down, bore down, bore down. Like people snapping, like a chorus dancing, bore down, bore down, bore down. And he cracks his knuckles Takes a couple steps back, breathes deep, he says, hey, um, he said, "Hey, everybody, how you doing tonight?" I'ma talk to you, tell us something to you today. L-R-T-I-L, i Genghis Khan. He would marry off his daughter to the king of an allied nation, dismissing his other wives. Dismissing his other wives, then he would assign his new son-in-law, military duty in the Mongol wars. While his daughter took over the rule, most son-in-laws died in combat, giving him shield around the Mongol lands. And I started to ask a question, and I realized I was in the middle of a bore down. And he said, you know, a great wall, walls around my heart, walls, walls, walls. He goes, there's walls around everything. There's walls around walls. But did you ever say to yourself, L-L-A-W, laws. L-L-A-W, laws. He said there's like laws. Laws about stealing like a phone thief. Skill level max. Stealing a phone but the laws, they say, no, they say, stop. And they give him the max. And I said, I say, I say, uh, and he said, he, he started stumbling. And I said, I said, oh, uh, I pretended I was, um, I said, I, pretend, I pretended I was uh, falling asleep. And then I didn't know, I said, where am I? It's just the right amount, whatever's happening. I'm just like in this, gray zone between sleep and uh, and I don't know if he knew I was faking it or not but he went right back into it and he said they they create these laws nation, nation states those are walls between those places, sometimes rivers sometimes mountains the walls walls we build up, the walls we mark with invisible chalk down, mother nature's lanes across or byways, which are just trails and natural exchanges, the breeze doesn't have any walls, it circumvents the walls, goes over and under and around them, if necessary, it goes through them. Who is a breeze set of laws. There are no laws man can make against breeze. Yes, we can take her up in our sails let her into our homes, invite him, invite her, invite her. And I said, well, I said, oh, man. I said, wait, this is what's going on here. What's the greatest length? You went through just to fuck with someone. Could you pretend you're Casey Kasem and then just pretend to bore me down? Or is this, am I having a dream? And uh, it was it? it was silence. And I said I was dreaming of a moon, and the Simpsons cover round in walls and laws. It's gravity, a law. And he, he, I turn around. He's looking at me. I say, "You are all right, man." He said, "No." And I said, "You know, an astronomer studies Simpsons moons and deduces, Springfield's not in America." he said, I think I, I said, lie down, lie down on this table, Mr. Casey Kasem. I'm going to take what you put in me, stir it up and amplify it and give it back to you because there's laws and there's walls and then there's beliefs. You might say the laws caused the fact that there's a massive leak of confidential spy files from MI6 Mossad and FSB. What's in those files? F-I-L-E-S. You might say S-E-L-I-F-Self. Sell if. And who sells the walls and who sells the files and who makes the laws and who makes the walls? You might say to yourself, I don't know. And I don't care. I don't watch the news. and I don't subscribe to your way of thinking about things. And I said, well, you're still surrounded by walls. You still live in a land of laws. You might think you're free, but really are you? And as you lie in a rock-hard table, you may think that uh, you're lying on a table, table made of boards, table made of rules, table made originally on a piece of paper, probably, sketched out by a man in a home, Surrounded by walls, living by laws. His kid is in his room smoking dope. His kid's in his room getting high, and the father says to himself, "That's against the law." His wife says, "Not anymore." She says, "He's becoming a man," and he says, "Well, she she still shouldn't be, uh, you know." She, she says, "She he's thirty-four years old," and he said, really? "Wow, that went by fast." And she says, new study. Marijuana may be even safer than previously thought, researchers say. And man says to himself a little while, what, my 34-year-old son's still in his room. Surrounded by walls. Where's the law there? Where's the law? Which law imprisoned him in that room? And I'll tell you what law imprisoned him in the room. A law of lost hope. And it's a wall and a law and many more things. And it surrounds you. Keeps you in there. Locked in your own head. Unable to escape your room. Smoking weed. Watching the days go by. Playing some games. Next thing you know, you're 34 years old in your parents' room. But there's a place. That right next door. Same style walls, same style laws, and there's a room there that's empty. Inside that room was once a boy. A room was inhabited by a boy who right now is thirty four years old, but he's not in that room. And he's not inside at all. He sleeps outdoors. He sleeps on things that feel like tables. He sleeps under the stars. He sleeps on the alleyways and the byways places that are marked by nature and man both he's crossed many a wall a water wall but nature's wall he's seen walls built by man and walls built by something greater than man he's followed laws he's seen the signs and he's seen right through them if this is a man that would not be stopped by the imaginary walls I say you can't do that Because one day This man Say goodbye to his name And he said My name is now you Slash B-H-O-C-K Z-E-R And if you read it backwards It would be something like Zezok And he said I'm calling myself that I'm going to go across the country in a kayak and I'm going to explain to you how each NFL stadium can be accessed by boat or kayak from either the Pacific or the Atlantic Ocean. People laughed in his face. They said, man, you smell like patchouli. And someone else said, you smell like armpits. You can't be. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? There's walls and there's walls in this world. And a man's got to choose them both. What are you gonna? How are you gonna make any money? You can't. How are you gonna possibly? What? What? There's stadiums that are landlocked. Can't be done, my friend. You'll get sick. You don't have all your shots. There's laws about navigating the waterway. Didn't you ever see that movie with that kid? Or that book? Went to. You're gonna be that kid, and you're gonna go up to uh, Alaska. Your mother and I love you. He said, I know. You you kept walls around me as a child, you kept me safe, and you fostered me breaking through the walls in my mind, thinking outside my walls, by creating an atmosphere of safety where I said, Hey, I'm okay here. I'm gonna be okay there. As a matter of fact, I've always been curious. I like looking at maps, I like studying maps and then One thing I hella love is kayaking. Motherfucking kayaking. There's no walls. I mean, there are, technically there are, but I feel like I'm in a world with no walls. Gliding, sweating, swishing, splashing, spraying, saying, day after day, sunshine, beating rain, the wind. I feel like I'm one. Uh, when I'm in that kayak, I feel a part of. And when I talk to people with my kayaking, about going places in a kayak, people say, you're crazy, man. I feel a part of. I don't feel like there's a wall between you, me, and mom. Or that kid next door that doesn't leave his room playing video games and smoking up. I feel... Like hooking you both. Now I'm going to take my kayak. I'm going to go to every single NFL stadium in the country. And I'm going to tell people about it. I'm going to blog about it. I'm going to even podcast about it. For the walls. They need to come down. And you might say to yourself, I'm trying to lie here on a table. Rejigging my career at board downs. What does this have to do with me? At some point I started believing in a world of walls and a world of laws. And that kind of broke me with this guy, him and his kayak. They were kayaking to the walls around a stadium. They weren't kayaking down the canals of the United States, the backwaters of the U.S. of A. No. I mean, physically, that's what they were doing. But with each paddling paddle of this kayak, this, uh, this this uh, user, Vizo Rana, whatever he called himself, was knocking it down one wall at a time. People were seeing him as cack, kind of like they were waving, they were laughing. Every once in a while, I'd say, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm at the Jacksonville Jaguars stadium. That's what I'm doing. What? What the heck are you talking about? Holy honey, get over here! You wouldn't believe it. He said, "I just want you to know one thing." Don't believe it when they say it can't be done, because it can be. By most things, a kayak in the stadiums is one of them. Can be done. Has been done. And by the way, it was fun. And you might be lying there. Feeling empty on the inside. Feeling like you had something once and now it's gone. Feeling like you can't get back to it. But I'm telling you right now. The walls that stood in the way. This man in his kayak, kay kayaking, is that way, k- it, Kayin' it, pa- paddling it with whatever kind of paddle they have. Figuring out what to eat, where to sleep. There's probably dogs and cans, stinky water, snow. That didn't stop him. No, it wasn't stopping one bit. And I can tell you another tale, and it's real short. There was a man who was the greatest bore ever lived. He was like the, uh... Listening to him tell boring tales was like watching Wreck Mikhail dance, if I ever seen that. It was like watching Chevy Chase's Erwin Fletcher trick some bonehead into doing something so he could get away stealing some rich guy's credit card so he could kiss a beautiful girl on a beach. And that's the world I live in, where a man can... A man that's the greatest borer of all time, despite falling asleep on a table, could weave this back into his dreams realize anything's possible. This is a man that's bored who likes a lionel messy and probably other famous people, I don't know who else, it was the man who taught me everything I know about boring. And I don't even know how to wipe the tear from his cheek that's running down there because he's the greatest bore ever to bore a bore. Remember when we went to the zoo and you bored a bore to sleep? So. Just because things aren't going well, man, doesn't mean you lost it. Just because you uh, couldn't bore me doesn't mean I couldn't bore you. And boring is, you know, we know it's just a word. It doesn't mean what we do. It doesn't make us who we are. It's not a wall or a law, but it can be both if misused. I'll tell you about a word I know, hero. Hero, somebody that dedicates themselves to a craft. Sure, some people do stuff like race speedboats and some people take their kayaks up like some canal that people would have never have thought to put their kayak in before. They got to probably go under one of those tubes that you always look and you say, whoa, geez, you know, that goes under the, you know, driveways and stuff. This guy probably didn't tremble once or maybe he did and he went past it. He grew. The same could be said for people who tell tales. Yeah, you know, say, telling a tale—it's pointless. Isn't anything like, you know, Dixieland jazz. How could it be anything like Dixieland jazz? That's crazy. Well, that's probably what they said to this guy when it's at Arizona Cardinals Stadium. Yeah, you know, what, 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 what do you? know it'll never happen, and he did it, man. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. But the important thing is, if you believe in yourself and you try, no one can take that from you. And when you try again, no one can take that from you. And then when you drop out of the boredom circuit for like 15 years or whatever it's been, and while you were gone, your friend ruined your name by pretending to be you and scaring Lionel Messi and ruining the World Cup for the Argentinian soccer team Sour relations between Canada, the United States, and Argentina, secretly. Uh, that, that, that may have happened. Uh, doesn't change the fact that what counts is inside. What counts is a return to your craft. Return to the boredom. Return to the tales, Return to the sweet, sweet sound that comes out of your mouth. That's nothing like what I do, but, uh, you know, because it has a voice, like, and it has a beat and a rhythm. I mean, mine does too, but it's like, uh, uh kind of like a Model T, you're more like a Tesla. But, you know, you, you can do it, man. Uh, just get some wrestle, I here. I'm going to go watch, I mean, i mean to watch Citizen 4, so I want to kind of catch it and, uh, you know, maybe say I want to wave at Edward Snowden uh, because then I'll be waving to another country, Russia. But, you know, laws and walls didn't stop them, did it? What if it stopped him? I mean, maybe it did because he can't. Uh, but anyway, man, that's what I do. That's what you do. I can't lose the jazz board out of my life. I can't yell at you like J.K. Simmons would. But I can tell you I believe in you. I believe in hope a man can take a kayak to every NFL stadium in the United States, you can keep boring people, man, in your own individual way, which is original and similar to what I do. But since, you know, we're, we're in it together, you know, we're bored together. So keep on boring, boy, boy, bore down forever. Good night.